Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. This is your host Sangeeta from India. In every episode, I'm joined by one curious child from anywhere in the world and together we discuss one interesting news story which in today's case is about sports. With me today as co-host on this show is Hi, I'm Aditya. I'm 13 years old. I go to Alcorn Public School. Welcome to the show Aditya. If you had to tell our listeners three things about yourself, what would you like to tell them? I really like to play sports and I play football and table tennis. I took up table tennis as a profession and I am playing professionally representing my school at a zonal level. Wow. Good luck to your zonal competitions in table tennis that I think we just spoke about your representing your school next week. So in today's episode we are going to be talking about India's recent performance in the Commonwealth amongst the para athletes. Gold medalist and Commonwealth Games champion representing India, Sadia. Amazing. Bhavina Patel, the gold medalist in the women's singles, class 3 to 5 here at the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. I know a lot of us follow sports news about football and cricket. Is that what you also follow, Aditya? That's true. I read about football and cricket. But ever since I got this opportunity to come up on this podcast, I took up reading about Paralympics. Yeah! Oh, okay. So this was your first exposure to reading about para athletes or Paralympics. So as part of your research have you figured out what is the definition of someone who is a para athlete yes a paralympian is basically a person who is not physically able to do specific sports but a different sport is made for them they have bodily differences and compete on a equal level where other paralympians also compete can you give me an example of how a para athlete would play table tennis if they had no legs they could play on a wheelchair but they would not be able to be that reflexive and not that quick to respond to the table tennis shots i can imagine that have you heard of any famous para athlete who plays table tennis from india No, not table tennis. Not table tennis. Okay, so in the most recent Olympics as well as the Commonwealth Games, there's a lady called Bhavina Patel. She won India medals in both the Commonwealth as well as in the most recent Olympics as a para athlete for table tennis. Para table tennis player Bhavina Ben Patel has won a historic silver medal at the Tokyo. Paralympics Patel lost to world number 1 Chinese paddler Ying Zhao in the finals. This is India's first medal at the ongoing Paralympic Games. Tributes are pouring in from across the country for her remarkable feat. So yeah, like you just described, her legs are paralyzed so she can't use her feet at all to move. She just uses her hands and plays the entire game seated on a wheelchair. 
Have you seen a para athlete swimming? Yes, I have seen. They use their hands basically if they had one of the legs or their hands they could use one of them and swim. Can you imagine your hands being tied and you just having to swim with your legs? I would not swim. I would just be stuck at one moment. Swimming with both hands tied back sounds crazy. You know, as part of this podcast recording, even I went back and did a little bit of research, and I came across this Paralympic swimmer. His name is Juan Reis, and he has only one leg. Can you imagine? No hands. Yeah, but how would he swim? You should definitely look up some of his videos on YouTube. I think he competed in the 2016 Rio Olympics. He's won medals before. So, before we jump into a much more detailed discussion, Aditya, can we play a small game? Yes, sure. I will give you the name of a few sports. I would like you to tell me which part of the body is very critical for you to play that sport. Javelin throw. Javelin throw, I think legs. What about high jump? Legs part and the toes. Toes. To jump. Okay. What about sprinting, running? Our foot and mainly our toes. What about table tennis? Our forearms. Football? Legs and chest and head. And the last one for you, short put. Wrist. Perfect. You are spot on 100% correct. I'm going to ask you about one of the sports that we just discussed, which is high jump. You said you need? We need legs and mainly toes. Have you heard of this Paralympian from India? His name is Mariyappan Tangavelu. No. Oh, come on! All we read about in sports is either cricket or football. Who reads about Paralympians? Mariyappan Tangavelu won an Olympic gold medal for India. One of his legs was injured when he was five years old. So, we just discussed that be a good high jumper, you need both feet and your toes to give you the right kind of a push for you to be able to propel yourself above a bar. I can't imagine like how would the person jump. But I'll tell you an interesting story. In Mariyappan Tangavelu, when he was a child, he went to school, he was very active. He was very interested in sports. So when he was roughly your age, he participated in a sports competition in school. And he participated in the open category. He did not participate in a para-athlete or a category meant for disabled people. And he came second. But it would not be equal to play with other advantaged players with an injured leg. So if you were playing table tennis with someone who has an injured foot, what would you do? I will try to be equal and like give him an, an opportunity to win because it, it will not be very good to just play your game and let the disadvantaged player lose. So how will you try and make the playing field equal? I will try to make it equal by tying my one foot to the other foot. Bravo! Bravo! Aditya, you're a noble soul! Wow, Aditya is definitely a bigger soul. I don't know if Mariyappan Tangavelu's uh, competitors in the high school event 
tried to do that. When I asked you what's the most important for running or sprinting, you said legs. Yes. Which part of the body helps you determine in which direction you need to run? Eyes, maybe eyes. Brazilian sprinter. I'm not able to pronounce her name correctly. Teresinha Guiamina, I think is her name. She is a blind sprinter. She could use her senses somehow. She could have trained her senses to do that. Though I know for a lot of us, we think that blind people can manage and navigate through things at home. But I think in an open sprinting track, it's a little hard, right? So blind sprinters always have a guide runner. What do you think a guide runner would be doing? I think he would just hold the person's hand and run, but not that tightly. And the guide runner would be trained to do that. The guide runner's task is a lot like your mom's task when you have an exam and she has to stay up all night and she makes you extra cups of hot chocolate or something. And while you're studying, she's still around, right? Similarly, even the guide runners have to practice and train alongside the main runner because they have to run as fast. They have to build chemistry between each other. They also have to build the stamina, the same level of stamina. It would be hard. So, I know you have researched and read about some other Paralympians who you believe have inspired you. Do you want to speak about them? So, first is Trisha Zorn. She belongs to USA and she was blind since birth. She won 46 individual Paralympic medals including 32 gold, 9 silver and 5 bronze. Wow, and what she, sport did, does she play, did you say? Swimming. So, she was born with aniridia and was legally blind. She got two artificial iris implants that improved her eyesight to 20 out of 150. Wow, and how do they then maintain their sense of direction when they are swimming, if they are blind? Maybe they just use the strings or ropes which are fixed on the swimming pool. They would hold it and swim. Yeah, so I don't think they use a guide swimmer in other words, right? Any other Paralympian who you find very inspiring? Yes, Jonas Jacobson. He was born with a condition that made it compulsory for him to use a wheelchair for his mobility. He started competitive shooting at 8 years old and participated in the Paralympics at the age of 15 years. He has won medals in many consecutive Paralympic Games. I was inspired by his biography which was written, The Will to Win. Aditya, while we are on the topic of sports, how much does your school lay emphasis on sports? It lays much emphasis on sports. I have seen many students of our school participate in zonal levels and even international levels. Wow! In what sport is, do they compete at zonal, state or international level? Mainly I have seen table tennis, basketball and football. Wow! Kudos to your school. So how many hours of PE do you guys have? 40 minutes, one game period of uh, one week. Then how do you guys get all this time to practice and move to such a professional level? 
I think the higher class students use the non-academic period, which is the zero period on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and they use it for practice of the vote. You remember we spoke yes. about short put. Jim, have you ever tried short put? No, I haven't tried. Okay. I think it it would be very heavy. It would be very heavy. Yeah. What would be as heavy as a short put ball? A school bag. A school bag. Your school bag is as heavy as. <laughs> How many books do you carry to school? I don't know, but the bag is seven kgs. The bag is seven kilos. <laughs> so imagine you had to throw your school bag. Yeah. Is it easier to throw when you're standing or when you're sitting? Standing. When uh, we are sitting, we are not able to get that momentum. Yes. Now, the first ever Indian woman to have won a Paralympic medal is a lady called Deepa Malik, and she plays short put. She won a medal for short put, and she can't stand. This is just getting crazy. Yeah. First, people swim with no hands. Now, people have to swim in short put with no legs. She does short put by sitting on a wheelchair. It's very inspiring because without standing and playing short put, it's not that flexible as I said before. And it would be very tough to just sit on a wheelchair and throw a very heavy thing. Next time you have a difficult math problem. You know who you want to think about, right? I would tell myself when I have no major disabilities, I can never grip. I will have to fight it out and solve that math problem. Did you know that an Indian Paralympian had won a gold medal for javelin throw way before Neeru Chopra had done? No, I didn't know that. You're not alone. Most Indians don't know this. In 2004, India had won its first ever Paralympic gold medal by an athlete called Devendra Jhajaria. Again, he won it for javelin throw. What do you think? Hmm. Do you think uh, more Indians win medals at Olympics or in Paralympics? I have seen the Olympic medals. I have barely seen some Paralympians win and make a news out of it. Right in Tokyo Olympics, India won seven medals in the Tokyo Paralympic events, which is the most recent Olympic Games I'm talking about. India won nineteen medals in Paralympics. Wow, that's a great thing. I have never read that Indians have won nineteen medals in Paralympics. But do you think a Paralympian should be given? More equal or less recognition? Yes, I would not say that they should be given more recognition, but I would say both Olympic players and Paralympians, they should be given equal recognition because the Paralympians compete with a differently abled body and even win medals out of it. A Paralympian would, they might be nervous because of getting no recognition after they win medals. Oh yeah. On this point, there's yes. a very interesting change that happened in the United States just before the Tokyo Olympics. Paralympians were paid one 
fourth as much as an Olympic award, Olympic medal winner in the United States until 2019, I think. I would just say it's just discrimination. Since the Tokyo Olympics, they have started awarding an equal prize money to both Paralympic winners and Olympic winners. And they've even gone a step forward to rename their Olympic committees. Now, no longer called the US Olympic Committee. It's called the US Olympic and Paralympic Committee. Because as a society, mm. I think, they are trying to give as much recognition. Now, India and Australia have also done this. Many more countries now have equal pay awarded to both an Olympic and an Paralympic winner. That brings us to an interesting part of uh, today's episode. Quiz time. Question 1. Who was the first Indian female to have won a Paralympic medal for India? Deepa Malik. Question 2. Neera Chopra won an Olympic gold for India in the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. Who won gold in javelin throw as a Paralympian before this and when? In 2004, uh, Devendra Jajaria won a gold medal in, in javelin throw. The last and the final question, did India win more medals in the Olympics or the Paralympic Games held in Tokyo most recently? India won more in Paralympics than in Olympics. India won 19 medals in Paralympics and 7 in Olympics. That brings us to the end of today's episode. And like just Aditya and I were discussing, or many children love to listen to our podcast episodes at bedtime when the screens are turned off and the lights are turned off. And the last 10 minutes just before you go to bed is spent listening to a very interesting conversation filled with fun and a lot of interesting trivia. If you enjoyed listening to this, please do click the follow subscribe button that helps other listeners discover this podcast channel. So I'll see you next on Friday and till then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.